ladies and gentlemen, this is the Armchair Referees Podcast. I am the man, the myth, the legend, the one that wished he had 22-inch guns, Fake Yachty. And I am the producer, the best ever to put it in your mom's producer, Dev. Unfortunately, um, our co-host, uh, Chip, couldn't be here today. He's deathly ill. So. Um, by deathly ill, it means that uh, he sat around and ate too much Vagisil. Um, you know, we we wish him the best. Uh, you know, he can't be here. He he refused to get the puss out of his boots. Or I think he got that mono that Sam Darnold had. Not saying they had a relationship. I'm just saying that maybe he was around. Maybe they lip-locked. I don't know. Regardless, he's not here, and uh, we wish him the best. Hope he's feeling better. Hopefully we'll be back next week, but we're going to dive right into um, a little bit of a recap of last week. Um, most of the picks went the way we thought they were going to go. Um, That's good. Although, can we just touch on this here real quick? What the fuck was Chicago doing? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> they they had the ability. Okay, did you watch the last last bit of that drive? Listen, okay. At the end of the game? Listen. <laughs> At some point, when the Chargers get screwed in every game, <laughs> at some point, I think, I think that the football gods bestoweth upon the Bears an L. But my thing is, okay, one, you take a knee to drain some more clock out mm-hmm. when you should have just tried to run the ball, pick up a few more yards, Make it an easier field goal, not just march Cody Parkey out there and be like, hey, kick this 40-some-odd-yard field goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the Bears are just historically bad as of now for kicking field goals. I mean, Their they, special teams in general is bad. Yeah. yeah. Make, it an e- make it easier on your kicker. Try to make it a chip shot. Don't go out there and just knee the ball and be like, oh, go quick, get this 40-some-odd-yard field goal. Yeah, no, that's just the silliest thing I ever heard of. It would be like, it'd be like if you had something like, hey, do you want to make this easier? Okay. No, no, that's it. Perfect, perfect. The perfect example would be like this. All right, you want to go run this marathon? And then you just, like, cap the guy that's supposed to run the marathon in the foot and say, all right, now go run. <laughs> it's like, w- w- wait, why don't why don't we just run a little bit ahead of time? Like, why, why did you have to shoot me in the foot? You know? And you're like, all right, sorry, my apologies. Well, you know what I mean? But like, check this 47. Wait. Hey, man, what happened happened, bro. 47-yard field goal now. Make that happen. <laughs> Panthers. 49ers blowout. I picked the Panthers by two tutties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they, they they got they got destroyed. Um, and the 51-13. The 49ers offense. I gotta be honest with you. Has I mean, I watched them on Thursday night. They they look uh, mon- monstrous. I mean, they look. They're Each running week game. They get stronger and better and better and better. Yeah, like I mean, maybe, and Kittle is going off. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a, I Gron- think- a Gronkowski-esque player as of right now. He's like Gronk, but with speed. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, well, the guy named Kittle, you, would, I don't know. When I hear the name Kittle, I don't think of somebody that's like fast. <laughs> like I don't know, just think of like this like cowbell big boy from like, Wisconsin. He's one of those tight ends. Like safeties have to be on because linebackers can't cover him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Unless, not unless, like, you have a Ryan Shazier, the guy, you know, a linebacker that runs, mm-hmm. like, a 4-5. Mm-hmm. Right. But, I mean, there are there are some of those in there, like yeah. Devin Bush for the Steelers. Um, it, yeah. Um, which the Steelers are just notorious for taking fast linebackers. Uh, we'll be another – there's another guy. Um, some of the guys from uh, the one of the Bears. Darren Lee. Darren Lee, yeah. but there's he, a, he plays for Kansas City right now. Yeah, but there's a there's a Bears uh, linebacker, too, and I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Was I it, think it's the other Dev, There's Devin White, though, too. Oh, yeah, Devin White. Devin White. But, like – but. 
right there is just a handful of guys. Right. We're saying that's nine a times out of ten, nine times out of ten, there has to be a safety on him because there's not too many linebackers that can go out there and cover this guy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's their biggest thing that they're using that to, to their advantage. You know, they're hooking up with him, but then at the same time, the best coverage guys are having to cover him. Mm-hmm. So your Raiders fell. Twenty-seven, yeah. twenty-four. Good game. Though. Listen. So, okay. So, uh, this this is all I wanted to say was John Gruden. I, I mean, the play calling, the quarterback decision. Uh, you know, it was off there. They were they were in four down territory, and they decided Derek Carr on third down on third or was it third and sixteen decides he's going to throw a deep ball to Tyrell, Tyrell Williams. Now Terrell Williams, you got to come down with the ball. I mean, point. He had two balls where he was just. I mean, Terrell Williams is a big. He's a big. Boy, he's a big receiver. Yeah. He's six four, and he goes for the 50-50 balls. That's why we brought him in to be like a bully on the outside. Mm-hmm. Problem is, Derek Carr lobs him up. Derek Carr was throwing beautiful passes. I mean, Derek Carr is uh, really looking really good this year, and he's really fitting to John Gruden's offense. You know, I, I'm giving my second here to toot my team's horn. <laughs> but now, here's the thing, Tyrell Williams. You got to come down the ball, especially when, especially when the Texans had like no corners. Then JJ Watt gone for the second half of the football game and then they lost their starting safety and we tr- the corner that we traded them a, a week ago is the starter for them Gary and Conley you know what he's capable of and there's a reason why you traded him and let's be real it's because Gary and Conley is not very good and you guys were beating him up and they, you guys had no excuse to lose that game. I mean, they were literally going to sack Deshaun Watson Deshaun Watson just did the most incredible you know, fucking 360 backflip kickflip throw been, pass that, that's two weeks in a row he's done something like, like that yeah well they, they they sacked him like and then he got something in his eye and i was just sitting there with my dad because i was watching with him and i said you have to win this game you have to if you don't mm-hmm. win this game because i'm like you're literally playing the most depleted chart like texans team that you could play right now mm-hmm. no jj like jj just left no starting safety they have no corners they're diminished um and you know their offense at the beginning half of the game was struggling and what the problem was, I think, was John John's tendency because they have a very game control, tempo controlling offense. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is, he never just puts the foot down, the the pedal down to get ahead. Because when he was ahead, he should have just kept trying to get ahead. Because I know you want to control the clock and you want to control the tempo, but in this particular game as well, Derek Carr should have thrown the ball more and the Texans are and and ran less, and they did. But because of that, they needed to run less. They don't have. They didn't have Josh Jacobs as much. He was. He wasn't as healthy, and the run game wasn't completely and utterly there. So mm-hmm. again, uh, you know, it was kind of. A, I think it was kind of a missed, um, a uh, ill coached game. Mm-hmm. But I mean, still a good game. I wasn't like mad at the end. My dad maybe threw a, a beer or two. <laughs> but I mean, like me, like you know, I was like, yeah, it was a good game. You know, it's like they blew it, but good game. Packers Chiefs thirty one twenty four. Hell of a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. I picked Green Bay by two tutties. Over my mm-hmm. Chiefs, yeah, um, but I, I said it from the very beginning. Us marching out, Matt Moore was not going to get done, mm-hmm. and we still don't have an ETA on Patrick Mahomes when he's going to be back. Chiefs, Chiefs fans, Chiefs nation, you know, get you can get behind me on this one. Without Patrick Mahomes, I don't see playoffs this year. I don't. Um, I mean, we, even we if need you to start it. being a little bit more careful. Even with our, if you made it, I don't think you can pull an Eagles. Because no. just just based on the history of uh, of of <laughs> Andy Reid, just on the based on his history, now it's not happening. But I wanted to say one thing about the Patriots Browns game. Jarvis Landry, my boy, you lied to me. You you publicly made a statement saying you guaranteed victory against the Patriots, and what I got was not guaranteed victory. You know, I thought 
I thought the Browns were supposed to be a rebuilt, revamped team this year. And, and they've just looked about the same. Yeah. Like, it's like they look like a factory of sadness again. And I just don't understand it. Like, every piece of them, they, you know what they looked like to me? That Eagles dream team of, like, <laughs> of, of yesteryear. Like, they're the new, because, like, Odell, Jarvis Landry, you got Baker Mayfield, this up-and-coming quarterback. And then they went, still went. <sniffs> the one thing we can say about the Browns, though, uh is and I think you can agree with this one. The fact that you haven't heard OBJ's name, no, nothing. Neg- negative wise, oh, so far this year, in any type of negative way, him coming out calling out coaching staffs or anything like that, he, I think he's bought into what the Browns are trying to do. I get, you know, the Browns look about the same what they've been looking for the past few years. Yeah, but I also but heard at any the same OBL time. Positive. At the same time, we also have to remember this is a rookie head coach. Mm-hmm. This is year one into his system, mm-hmm. technically speaking. Right. There are going to be growing pains right, in this because this is his first head coaching job ever. This guy's never had a head coaching job at a high school or a college. He's always been a coordinator. This is his first, here's the keys to, to the Ferrari go out and win us some games. Mm-hmm. So we can't really knock on Freddie that much. So I've been hearing there's been talks, oh, Freddie's going to be fired at the end of the year. OBJ's going to be getting moved at the end of the year. I don't foresee any of that happening. Mm-hmm. I think the Browns are going to say what it is. He's a rookie head coach. We're going to give him a year or two. We believe in him. Mm-hmm. You know, Come next year, if it looks about the same thing, maybe then talks start getting flipped around. But at the same time, they stuck with Hugh Jackson for I don't know how <laughs> fucking long. But that's the Browns organization. Is they, they, I think sometimes they're afraid. That, now, listen, they made the moves to like try and get this dream team put together, right? Because they saw the opportunity. But at the same time, the, the Browns to me are just kind of like they're, they're sustaining their, their um, stalling because they should be doing way better than what they are right now. And um, again, uh, the oh, as for Odell Beckham, uh, I, I want to say this, and we'll touch on it later, is the trades, man. The trades, no one is saying, like, this year in the NFL, I've just noticed that, like, teams are, are willing to trade, wheel and deal, and get rid of players. Like, there is no in-house thing anymore. Like, everybody's like, get the hell out. If you don't want to be here, get, and then get my picks or whatever from you. Mm-hmm. So, it, that's interesting. Uh, 49ers Cardinals just finished up uh, 28-25 yesterday. I shouldn't say just finished it up. Finished up. It happened yesterday. Uh 28-25, 49ers, still undefeated. Uh-huh. But them Cardinals gave them a they run. They played them tough. They played them tough. And the Cardinals, you know, everyone was thinking it was going to be between them and Miami. Get that first overall pick. Cardinals have looked good. Like, they might, if they continue to look as well as they have, it's still early in the season. They might bid for a playoff spot. Like there's a there's a chance. Mm, I don't know about all that, but I do agree that the Cardinals are a very like they really weren't the worst team that we we thought they were. Um, I know before the season there was like questionings about the coaching staff because you know as we've Rookie seen head coach right, but as we've seen like all these coaches really got their job from Sean McVay, and now we have Sean McVay who's kind of struggling in a way, and you know he's like basically making like 
not boneheaded decisions, but you know, decisions trying to maximize a window that maybe he realizes it is closing. Really isn't there to begin with, right? And and that's my that's such my issue is I wonder how many of these coaches were just brought in because of the Sean McVay name mm-hmm. and how they're going to fail. But for so far, he's he's living up to that expectation. So Cardinals looking good. 49ers, fuck y'all. I mean, um, good job. <laughs> uh, so we're going to dive into the next week's um, this upcoming weekend's games: Texans Jaguars. Another AFC South division matchup. And I said it at the beginning of the year, and I've said it all year long, the AFC South is going to continue to just beat the fuck out of each other. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why your your boy, truly, he is picking the Jaguars. Um, I think Gardner Minshew goes goes in here on the Texans team is depleted. No J.J. Watt. They're going to be scheming for that all week. Um, and you have people like Leonard Fournette and them. Who's playing like his rookie year again. Yeah, and I, I'm not, I'm not, not no disrespect to Whitney Merciless or none of y'all, but if you couldn't stop DeAndre Washington from running up the middle, <laughs> Leonard Fournette is gonna. Mm. So yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking Jags uh, by seven. Yeah, I, I like Jaguars by seven. Mm-hmm. I, I do. Uh, Bears, Eagles, Dub Bears, and the Eagles. Eagles <sighs> coming off of a huge dub, a huge dub, not just a big win. And just like you know, the fact of they needed a, a win, no, a huge win, thirty-one thirteen against a a good Bills defense. Yeah, right. That's that was what's crazy is coach's uh, coach, uh, he, a friend of the show. His picks were pretty. Were, like he had a couple picks for this this past week, and they were blown out of the water by like they literally were all wrong. Yeah. Now, um, I like the Eagles in this game only because the Bears they 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 just built the the monsters of midway. Right. They have this amazing. Amazing defense, but the problem is if your defense is on the field, you know, th- 30 minutes a game or more, you know, I mean, they aren't fresh. They aren't fresh. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're, you you got to have some offensive drives in there. I mean, if they're in half the game, then you're you've you've failed, I think, as a team, and you have to you have to do better than that. So, um, yeah, I like Eagles in this. Yeah, I like the Eagles too. I like the Eagles by uh, by touchdown. I like uh, Eagles by two tutties. It's, my my thing is with. With the Bears, no matter what, they're going to keep their defense is good enough to keep them in games. Mm-hmm. So I don't really ever foresee too much of a big deficit of a loss. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet again, I think Mitchell Trubisky is going to, you know, fumble the game away or do something stupid, or they're going to fucking take a knee and march their kicker out for a 47 yard field goal just for stupidity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to take the Eagles by a tutty over the Bears. Okay. Vikings Chiefs. Now, this one's a little interesting because the Vikings team is looking at in recent because at the beginning of the season they they're, were like they were like Jekyll and Hyde. They're a hot team right now. Yeah, yeah. So um I would I'd probably take Vikings and also with the um you know the how Patrick Mahomes' play is kind of, you know, fallen and teetered and whatnot. And we don't even know if he's coming back this week. Yeah, right. I would I would definitely say that uh you got to go out there and just go Vikings on this one. Um, I think I think even I would put big because the the defense of the Chiefs uh, worries me a little bit, especially uh, against the run. Yeah, especially against the run and the Vikings issues stopping the run. And, and Dalvin Cook is now is starting to live up to that hype that he had. Well, he's healthy. That's yeah. the biggest thing. He's healthy. Yeah. And so I'm going to take the Vikings as well, and I'm, I'm not going to say big. I'm not going to say big. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say by ten. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Vikings by ten here. And in saying that, if Mahomes does come back, I give him by three. Mm-hmm. 
Because, you know, Mahomes is Mahomes. He's going to find a way to put up points. Even whenever he had a bum wheel for, you know, since week one, he was still finding a way to put up points. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm going to take the Vikings by three, and it's mainly because of Dalvin Cook and the Kansas City's issue on stopping the run. Yeah. Um, let's do these ones kind of rapid fire. Uh, Colts, Steelers, who you got? Colts. Colts. <laughs> the brisket. He's hot. Colts. I'll go Colts. Tank Bowl. Jets, Dolphins. Oh, my goodness. Um... I, listen, I, okay, I want to do this one rapid fire, but hold on. There's just something that has to be said. There, we have a completely, we have two teams that are completely devoid and depleted of talent. Completely, the Jets. There is not a single healthy good player on the roster. Maybe that, maybe it's an exaggeration. Well, Le'Veon's. Yeah, but I mean, like most of the. Let's yeah, Le'Veon's like got he's good, he's got potential, but I mean, at the same time, he hasn't lived up to any of the hype that he's supposed to this year. Um, but I'm saying. And then the Dolphins are just a team that traded every good player away. So I don't even... Uh, oh my god. If, if I could... You know what I'm doing? I'm doing something so silly. Because I think the Dolphins are so miserable, they're going to tie. Now, I, I'm taking the J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. By 14. By 14? I like the Jets by 14. Uh, their, their defense is better. Okay, the Dolphins played a good game with Pittsburgh. I don't like Pittsburgh's defense that much right now. Yeah, they have a great front seven, but their secondary is horrible. Is duty. <laughs> the Jets, on their other hand, have a pretty decent front seven, and their secondary is by far better than Pittsburgh's. So I'm going to take the Jets okay. by four by fourteen. I- I'm calling a tie. Redskins, Bills, Bills, That's Bills, it. Bills. <laughs> Scroll. Titans, Panthers. Uh. Oh, mm. um, I'm going to take the Panthers. I'm going to say they bounce back this week. I like the Panthers as well. I, I like the not Panthers big by a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. I would say not big, but by all means, yeah. Lions and the Raiders. Here's all I'm going to say, Lions fans. For one, you're very sorry because f- here's why you're sorry. For one, you guys can't win a goddamn game to save your life, even the ones you're in against great teams. You still find a way to fuck that up. And I got to tell you something. The Raiders have lost two back-to-back games, but in close proximity to very good football teams, okay? Now, I got to tell you something. You can't come out here with this cockamimi, half-ass, whatever you've been coming out with. It it is not going to happen because this is the Raiders' first home game in 49 days. I'm telling you, it is going to be crazy. It is going to be loud. And also, they're going to Vegas next year. I am taking the Raiders by 14. I got the Raiders by 7. By seven, I got them by fourteen. And the reason is because I feel like the Raiders and the Lions are the same team. Yeah, I, I agree with me. You're, they're about the same team, and so it's it's just going to come up by by touchdown. Point point simple, because they both have two great defenses mm-hmm. that have been playing far better than what anyone predicted they would play. Yeah, right. But <laughs> but also at the same time, the um the the offenses are have yeah, been exactly what they predicted. predicted. Right. No, no, they're great. No, they're great, is what I'm saying. Like, well, the Raiders, anyway, in terms of completion and everything. The Raiders' it's, offense has actually surprised me a little bit this year. Well, the reason why is just because of, and I'm going to try to be quick because I don't want to boast about my team too much, but uh, it's just it's a control-the-game-tempo type offense. So, like, literally the games, some of the, the games that the Raiders have been in, there's been, like, seven or eight possessions between both teams, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You don't have games where it's, like, 18, you know, f- you know 14 it possessions. It's a Chiefs game where they're out there having 20 drives a, a freaking a game, quarter. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly, no. 
uh, Buccaneers, Seahawks. I like the Seahawks in this. And the reason in saying that, because we're going to dive into this a little bit more later, but Josh Gordon, uh, he's healthy. I think he's going to play this week. And, well, they, they were saying it probably about week 10, maybe not this week, but next week. Um, but I... Do I say it? No. Seahawks. Yeah, there we go. Seahawks. <laughs> there you go, he says. <laughs> Packers, Chargers, Packers. The Pack. I'm going to take... Oh, you yeah. heard it here first, guys. The Green Bay Packers. Because okay. that is just no <laughs> gosh darn way the Chargers are going to win. I'm sorry. Browns, Broncos. This is this is in be... mile high. We'll we'll start there. It's in mile high, and honestly, Flacco hasn't looked bad in the past two weeks. But he's on IR. They're very true. So he's not playing. I'll let you make your decision, but I think I have my mind made up. I like the Browns in it. I'm gonna go Browns. I gotta go Browns as well, man. We can't disagree on a pick this week. Like we are like a little like this neck and neck. Like we think the same way or something. This is a great Sunday night football game. The Ravens and the Patriots. You see, I think this is gonna two great defenses going toe to toe. And and also, um, you know. I mean, not good quarterbacks, but like a Lamar Jackson, who who is he's been kind of playing some crunch time kind of games here, where he's been he's been big in big moments. Um, I would say if any team in in the Patriots uh, schedule right now has the best chance of heading them L, it would be the Ravens. And I'm gonna go with Lamari Town coming in there, running around, doing a little zip zaw, zoobity bop, throwing some passes around, and I'm gonna go Ravens. But I'm I mean a field goal. I, I like Baltimore by seven. Seven. And the reason I'm saying that is they're at home. It's a Sunday night football game. Mm-hmm. Well, Moore has looked amazing. And you know what? This is the Ravens team that went into the 12th man and just demolished Seattle. Yeah, that is true. So and that so means in big moments, especially if what is this in Foxborough? No, this is this is in Baltimore. Oh, uh, okay. Because listen, Baltimore it, the, Ravens are just like kind of like the Eagles in that sense, where they're a team I think that could just go in anywhere and just bully you. Yeah, just block it out. They don't even care. Um, Cowboys, Giants. Last pick of the Cowboys. I like the Cowboys in it. I'm gonna. They strengthened I'm, up their defense a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna actually call this my upset of the week. I'm gonna go Giants. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm all, I mean, I'm doing it for, for one, so that way, for the love of God, we don't agree on every pick. But actually, you know, I think Danny Dimes, and, and you have a Saquon that I just watched on um, Armchair Referee's Facebook page, shameless plug, wink, nudge. Um, they, Saquon Barkley just threw some defenders on the ground like they were little rag, like little toys. Grown man, touchdown. <laughs> like grown, grown man. No, no, he didn't get a touchdown. He got a first down on yeah, it. Yeah, but either way, grown man yeah. run right there. It was a grown man, like, get, like he shoved two... It was Saquon. It was Saquon. That's what it was. Well, when so, you have tree trunks for legs, it, it makes it harder for you right. to and, tackle. And let's be honest. Like, the Cowboys are so inconsistent. They're, they're starting to turn into the Chargers again. So, yeah. So, that's pretty much all the picks for this week. Should be a good Monday night game. Yeah. It should be the first good, decent Monday night game in a while. Yeah. So, uh, Thursday night, Chargers, Raiders, Raiders at home again. They yeah, back to back home games. They're going to because they've played, like I said, like five away games, <laughs> all back to back to back. And I got to be honest with you, uh, it, Chargers. I'm so, 
No love. No love. Raider Nation all day. And that's not me being a Raider fan. I'm just saying Chargers are so Jekyll and Hyde. And the Raiders have been playing consistently good against good football teams. Even though they lost, even if they lose, they've been playing good football. So, And I think that pays off at some point. I, I take Raiders. And I'm actually going to say it's a closer game than what I was going to say. It's probably going to be like by seven. Honestly, I like San Diego in this one. And the reason I'm saying that, because they did actually look halfway decent last week. Mm-hmm. And Melvin Gordon is getting back into football shape. And he's looking better each week. And I think this is going to be the... This Thursday night game is going to be his breakout game for this for this year. I think Chargers are going to run a two-headed backfield. They're going to keep it very loose, very fresh. And they're just going to try to pound, pound, pound the rock. And Rivers is going to be Rivers. And Rivers is going to do what he normally does because he's a great play-action pass guy. And they're going to take. The, they're going to use that to their, their advantage. Okay, so, but we're going to see. Um, so now we're going to jump into trades, NFL trades. The crazy, crazy amount of trades that actually went down. Kenyon, Tra- Kenyon Drake. That'd be a good one to start with because he played on yeah. on uh, on Thursday night football this past this just yesterday. And Kenyon Drake. That was a good trade. That was actually a pretty good trade. Good trade. I like that trade. Yeah, it paid off. It definitely is going to pay off. Um, and I think he just. I think Kenyon Drake fits that system. Although, um, I, don't, I don't know. What do you think of the Kenyon Drake trade? Uh, I, honestly, I think it's what was needed for them. So, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to dive too much into that one. I like mm-hmm. it. It's self-explanatory. Yeah, it, it's. It isn't like you know anything mind blowing. We all saw it coming. Yeah, because the Dolphins are just a complete fire sale this year. I yes. mean, a fire sale, and it almost makes me sad. Because I think honestly, what I think honestly for the Dolphins is they were just—it wasn't—it wasn't the uh, office. It was the players. Like I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. Like clearly, you guys are not winning football games. You know, um, a trade that didn't happen, but probably should have happened. If Cincinnati was that hooked on you know, benching Andy Dalton and bringing in Ryan Finley. They should have moved Andy Dalton. You th- you think move the red rifle. Well, here's the thing. What team would take the red rifle, hypothetically speaking? Miami. Miami. For one, let me – hold on. So the reason I, reason I say this – Hold on, hold on. As a ginger, you can't just move a pale-skinned guy with a, <laughs> with a white-ass complexion to Florida. That's it. He'd be done for it. Not only would everybody beat the crap out of him, he would be sunburnt every day, and like he'd have to, he'd have to come out every quarter for sunscreen. You can't do it. You it's can't either, go. Either Miami, Kansas City probably would have tried to trade for him because we, as I said, we don't know when Mahomes is coming back. Mm-hmm. And Andy Dalton is fucking shit, but at the same time, he's not a steaming pile of shit. You know what exactly what the fuck you're getting him. Right. You know who I think would be it's like trade bait for because the Broncos have been just trying to fix they've been trying to fix the quarterback situation with veteran players. I think it'd be a Broncos trade bait kind of thing. Which actually I think Andy Dalton would look good. Because he's still an orange, you know? I think he would actually look good <laughs> with them Broncos, so Oh man. What was a fucking another another one? I Well here, here's what I would like to talk about too, is the Jamal Adams. Um, trade Ru- rumors, trade rumors, and and Lev Bell. That'd just be a yeah, and Le'Veon, and that would be actually a good conversation to talk about the next segment of this, which is you know how the Jets, just the Jets, 
I'm, I'm, let's, I'm gonna start with Jamal Adams. You're, you're trying to trade Jamal Adams, okay? I don't know if you guys know, but he's like a, you know, like uh, all pro safety. Uh, he's like probably the best player on your team, uh, especially on your defense. Uh, and well, that and he was also told we're not shopping you. Yeah, and then then they were also then he was found out that they was being shopped, which yeah that's not, and that's not gonna sound that's not gonna feel good whenever you know you're already on because let's be honest uh, Jamal Adams has said he doesn't like the culture of mm-hmm. the Jets because they've been losing games and like they don't see it seems like the change he doesn't like the culture of the team and he's getting tired of um of the you know the losing culture but he's staying there because he's got to stay loyal to his team and he's you know mm-hmm. in the process he he wants to be a leader there at, at the Jets organization. Problem being that then your organization says they're going to get rid of you because, I mean, let's face it, the, the trend right now is just trade away your best players and rebuild from scratch. But the only problem is the Jets have been rebuilding for, like, I don't know how many fucking years. Right, well, that's that's the problem with the Jets. They're, they're always rebuilding. And, it's because and they, then they trade away Leonard Williams, a great defensive lineman. Uh-huh. A great young defensive lineman. I think the guy's only 25. 26. 20, exactly. Still, Still young. Yeah. He's not even hit his fucking prime yet. Yeah, right. Exactly. And he's great. And they and they trade him to the other New York team, the Giants. Yeah, right. That they share a stadium with. The guy didn't even have to get a new hotel room. <laughs> right. Maybe that's what, maybe Leonard was just like, listen, guys, look, man, like I get it. Like you're, this team is a bombshell. Listen to me. I'll I'll go, but only the Giants, because I just I don't even I don't want to. I don't want to move. I don't want to move. Like like whatever you do for the love of God, don't send me to Miami. But that also says the Giants are like you know we can technically win right now. Yeah, and that was then that going out for a young player like that. That that Giants fans think positive about this trade here because yeah. it's not oh we're giving up. It's we're trying to load up because we think we can win right now. Yeah. And they've proven that they can somewhat win right now. Yeah. I mean, granted, let's let's not get it twisted either. The Giants are not like a playoff team, but yeah. the, you know, they could with Leonard Ford or with Leonard Williams, they could definitely have uh, a better chance, I'd say. And then the Rams make another trade. Move Aqib oh. Talib to Miami. Oh my god. Okay, so hold on. This one, man. This trade. Okay, so it, to me it made no sense if you're the Dolphins, right? I mean, because uh, someone brought it to my attention, well, maybe they just wanted the veteran presence in the locker room. And I said, Aqib Tlaib is notoriously, not I wouldn't say a bad teammate, but he's like a character. And I'm like, why would you want to bring that guy into your Miami, especially whenever, like, you're, you know, your coach has made some, like, uh, he made some statements about the people in the the sta- in the uh, organization, the players that have the the um, Colin Kaepernick s tendencies, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how why would you want him in there, in the organization? And... Akeem Tlaib for a draft pick. To me, I think the Dolphins just made a misstep here because they've been doing a great job of fire selling their whole team. For the love of God, why would you bring in a veteran who, again, he's, he's going to be washed up by the end of the time he, he even plays. Here, here's the thing. Akeem Tlaib's not due back because he's still injured until mm. about week 15. Exactly my point. So I think what the move was, and they're taking a, they're, they're taking a page out of the NHL GM's playbook here, okay? Because NHL GM's do this all the time. They'll trade a pick, or they'll trade for a young player, right, mm-hmm. or something like that, and dump an older player's contract to just make the cap work. Mm. So that's what it is. Miami's cap, they're they got more more cap room than probably half the than like four teams, four other teams in the league put together. Okay. So it's make our cap look good. He's on the last year of his deal, for one. Yeah. 
Rams get rid of that baggage, that check, you know, that paycheck they have to hand out each week. Okay, mm-hmm. to him. There's nothing hit hit in their room. So they may be trying to clear space to re-sign somebody. They may be trying to re-sign Jalen Ramsey. Because remember Jalen Ramsey? Oh on yeah, last remember? Year and we were, and we were making that joke about how silly that trade is. Which it's sad because you know they were worried about paying Aaron Donald. I remember when that Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack were getting paid around the same time, and of course the Raiders. And I think actually that they, I think Oakland started the trend of you just sell your superstar player, don't give a shit, and build a successful like try and rebuild a roster mm-hmm. that way because. They got those draft picks, and those draft picks right now, except for Jonathan Abram, who's hurt, um, have paid off, I think, drastically. And the Raiders team has vastly improved, I think, from all the draft picks they've acquired. And they're going to have more draft picks this coming year. And I think that that has started to trend, especially for the Dolphins, who are going to be, you know, swimming in it at this draft. Um, and actually, I look forward to the draft. But the tra- the, the, these trades, especially like you just said, you're going to try and re-sign Jalen Ramsey. I mean, that's going to be a hard bargain because I really think the Rams, like we and you talked about, are stuck in, we're going to win a Super Bowl land. And they, they blew it last year. That, they had their shot. Their window is like, now every day it's closing. Like the door is clink, 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 clink. Because they didn't, they, all they're doing is trying to put, basically their ship is sinking, right? There's someone's poking mm-hmm. holes in the ship and they keep trying to fill it with corks. And every time they're like, oh, shit, another one. And they're just, instead of like, hey, maybe we just need a new boat that's not made of wood. We need, like, a, a metal ship. Because they, they had a good ship. They had a good boat. But now it's rusting, falling apart. It's breaking down. And then two, veg- two veteran wide receivers get moved on the same day. Emmanuel Sanders to uh, San Francisco. Uh, I like that trade. Bringing a little bit of age to that San Francisco wide receiver core mm-hmm. that's pretty young. Mm-hmm. And uh, San Francisco's team in general is pretty young, so it yeah. brings just another veteran presence. The guy that can still play at the same time. He's just not there for the veteran presence. The guy can produce. Is, yeah. Um, Mohamed Sanu to the Patriots. Yeah. I like that trade as well. Because Julian Elliman's not being Julian Elliman this year. Yeah. And no, 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 no one on that wide receiver core is actually like great yeah and I mean, it should be told I, I haven't even watched any Patriots football this year because it's just sickening watching them like it's just dumb you're just like you know you, you really have no chance I might watch the Baltimore game though just because I think Baltimore has a chance but I mean all, like the, the Patriots schedule is like stupid easy and you know it's just it, it is it's just sad mm-hmm. yeah it's but hey that was a good but let's talk about let's talk about that Josh Gordon Josh Gordon, Gordon to um see that that's a weird thing he didn't even know he was getting put on Injured reserve. Oh, really? Yeah. So the Patriots tweeted out that they were putting him on injured reserve, right? Mm-hmm. Or it was on Instagram. It was one of the two. And Josh Gordon had no clue, and you could tell because he commented on it and put the little fucking eyeglass emoji. Like, huh? Like, and he's what? like, interesting. That's all he put on his comment there. So he had no clue he was going. He was going on injured reserve because he his knee is healthy. He's ready to go. Right. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he was, was going to be put on injured reserve. They put him on injured reserve. They release him. Seahawks pick him up on waivers. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I, I think Gordon's supposed to be back here within the next week or two, maybe this week. So, I like the pickup for, for Seattle. Because now you have DK Metcalf, Josh Gordon, I think... Is Doug Baldwin still? 
Um, no, or, or who am I thinking of? Uh, what wide receiver? No, I think Doug Baldwin went to the Jets like last year, and then no, that was uh, Curse. Oh, Curse. Yeah, then yeah, yeah, you're right. You are thinking of Doug Baldwin. He is still there. Uh oh, it's, it's breaking his heart. You gotta make sure. I know. I, I, I yeah, I have to. Fact check, guys. Sure. I, we have to fact check because I can't fact check. I'm, I'm up here today. I'm talking. Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett. Lockett. Yeah. So that gives them Metcalf, Lockett, Jerron Brown. Jerron mm-hmm. Brown. Jerron another Brown. speedy wide receiver right there. Uh, Josh and Josh Gordon. Luke Wilson still very serviceable uh, as a tight end. So, yeah, I, that makes that offense – if it wasn't already scary, is even scarier now because now they have three, three wide receivers that, you know, I what way I foresee it is they're going to keep DK mm-hmm. as the number one, Josh Gordon's two, and then move Lockett into the slot with his speed. Now, here's my little my little uh, my little uh, devil advocate kind of thing here. What if? Right, because I, I think what you're saying is true that you know, like I think the Patriots get rid of. What if the Patriots, obviously the organization, seeing that Josh Josh Gordon is again back on his bullshit, and uh, they're just like they're basically cutting the storm because they, let me let's let's be real, the New England Patriots are the king of taking players, even if they're injured, even if they're whatever, and holding on to them and saying no, we're gonna homegrown our guys, we're gonna bring them in an organization, we're gonna take care of you. But then they see that and they're like, Josh, you've slighted us, and we just can't keep sitting here taking the punches, and you're you're injured here, you're doing like so. Why don't we get rid of you and then? The, the Seahawks scoop them up to do what the Patriots did the other the last year, which is just get them for a couple games to help win, you know, just to help contribute to those those first couple games. And that's what the Seahawks are just basically waiting for the the hammer's going to fall, maybe. But we no one in the NFL knows it yet, like no one like the media or nothing. And but the Seahawks are like oh, they got whiff of it, and they're like, well, let's get them so we can win. Maybe these he can help out with these next couple games because he is talented. And then you know when the hammer falls, that's how it is. Because I think honestly, if that happens again, Josh Gordon's burnt. At the yeah, NFL. I, I think he's going to – if he pisses hot or something like that again, I think he's going to get uh, – what was it, Martavis Bryant the, from Pittsburgh, the one that got – the wide receiver that got banned from the NFL because he couldn't stay off the fucking dope? Yeah, right. But, I mean, at the same time, like, I mean, Mar- he's probably not like – he's pretty much off of, like, the exempt list, you know. Like, doesn't mean he can't, but it means, like – No, he's a definitely banned. Like, banned. Yeah, he's banned from the NFL. You sure? Yes, because he kept on pissing hot, and he openly said he wasn't going to stop. So, oh. he's permanently banned. Yeah, that's still weird though. Like I don't know, like weed. Nah, uh, there's a lot of people that say the it's NFL. Got to follow the rules, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you're, I mean, it is true. You're getting paid millions of dollars to be an athlete, you know. Which I'm not saying like it's easy work. Obviously, it's hard. But I mean, millions of dollars. You just like, hey, man, put the weed down for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're gonna dive in, dive into this. Huge breaking news happened this week where um, there was an official ruling. Um, I think it was in in Senate, you know. It's now a... And, well, also with the NCAA, like yeah. the actual commission, the college athletics and everything. College players are allowed to get paid now. Yeah. It was a trend that, you know, at the beginning of the year, it was starting slow to catch on. Like California said, oh, yeah, these players can get paid. And then Ohio did it as, as well. Which I find ironic because Ohio 
state and California-based teams have been busted numerous times <laughs> paying their players. For doing it, right. Which, which, let's be real. Let's be real. Paying college athletes for their likeness, like being able to profit off of their own brand, right? Mm-hmm. I Absolutely. I agree with it. Because there's there's players out there that literally are playing so good that they bring people to their school to watch them play. Mm-hmm. And, like, we tune into they their— They help with recruiting. We, they do, we yeah. tune into their games. You know what I mean? Like uh, uh, like Tua. Well, not really Tua. I don't really give a fuck about Tua. Um, who's the guy that uh, plays for Oklahoma? Um, you know, like— Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. I want to say Hurst, and I was like, that's not right. And then you but, got Trevor Lawrence and uh, Clemson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yet all these different guys that are that are helping do do this, but by all means, yes, they should be paid. And at the same time, whenever they go pro, right? Mm-hmm. When they make that step, that next step after they get out of college and everything, they're gonna they're gonna have an idea what it's like to make a little bit of money. Yeah, exactly. And so they are gonna better. be so as immature with it. And once they enter the league, and it also at the same time, it gives them the ability or the want to stay in college for all four years and actually leave with their, their their degree. Yeah, bingo. Bingo. That's a good incentive. You're right because a lot of these college athletes, I mean, let's face facts. I mean, they want to be superstars, but they might make it. But at least then when they're playing for that collegiate, whatever, they're, they're actually learning and they're also making the money to sustain. You know, I mean, it's not like a struggle for them. They're not just playing for the scholarship and, and whatever else, which is, I, I think, maybe a, a, a travesty. But more importantly than any of that, we will now get an NCAA uh, 2021, and I couldn't be happier. Um, I've been waiting for a college football game for a millennium. Me and well, it, it's not set in stone just yet. There's still a few like road bumps they have to go through. One, they have to get the EA has to go back to NCAA and be like, hey, you're, you fuckheads are allowed to pay your guys now. Let us dive up onto this train here. Toot toot, motherfucker. Um, but but you know what I, I was going to say is, in NCAA, I didn't mind that. I really didn't care about, because no one no one in NCAA cared about really, like, playing as the college. Like, oh, I want to play as this guy. Like, no one really cared about that. What we really cared about was just being able to play as college teams and, like, play from high school to then a college level and then export our character from college, like, from college to, like, Madden and then, like, keep playing our career with them. Or just building a dynasty, like, you know, and because and, and Madden, let's be real, or in college, let's be real, there's, like, more unis and more colors and more teams and, like, you can move up into different divisions. There was, it wasn't, because in Madden, I love Madden, man, don't get me wrong. Watch you know, I don't love Madden because they fuck it every year because they could just make it better. But, but regardless, you play the same 30, 31 teams. Whatever team you are, you play the same 31. But in, like, NCAA, there's, like, there's over a hundred teams, there's right? Over hundred teams. teams. That's what I'm saying. So like, it's it's fun. Like, there's there's diversity to it. And the mascot games. Don't get me started. The mascot games, bro. Oh my god, mascot games. I used to play this all the time. Albert, Florida Gators. Love you, man. Anyway, sorry, Nolan. Go ahead. <laughs> I I I said there's there's some red tape. EA has to go through. Oh, that's not hard for EA. They'll make an ultimate team for fucking college football, and everybody will buy cards, and and they'll scam everybody other money. Well, they were already doing that before. I know. Uh, they uh, had that in NCA fourteen. Uh, EA. Thank you. But uh, we'll we'll see. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm pumped for it. Me and you both know. <laughs> if it comes out, me and Nolan will be D, D-, D- K I A. 
MIA. We will. You won't know we, where we, we are. We will be live streaming it. Let's put. Let's put it that way. We will live stream. Hey, we might even start a gaming YouTube channel together. I just realized something. And do a dynasty. <laughs> I just realized something. We're supposed to do a live stream um, of us playing Madden or something one of these nights. It's like probably going to be happening night, here within the next few weeks. Yeah. Just got to line up schedules. Right. Yeah. So be looking out for that because we're going to be Facebook living it. Yeah, Facebook Live. We'll be we'll be drinking beer and playing video games, and it'll be cool. It'll be adult-oriented. Keep your kids away from it. Keep much your, like this podcast. Keep your kids, kids away, away from, from this, from this podcast. podcast. We cuss way too fucking much. <laughs> Language. <laughs> I'm your producer. I'm trying to – we need to make this for a mass audience, Nolan. You have to – you have to – even though the kids have no idea what we're saying, we have to appeal to them, okay? And because we want to appeal to mothers, and mothers aren't going to want to listen to us if their kids can't, you know? The first F-bomb, they're going to say, well, turn it off because little Jimmy's in the back seat because this show is really for the women. No. Um, SMU, still undefeated. Go Mustangs. I love seeing it. <laughs> Go Mustangs. Well, you know, I, I hate it in college football because we, we could talk about this for a minute. I, my, my hatred of college football. Um, I love football. I love the game of football. Um, I even, I mean, like, I like the concept of college football. I like playing college football on a PlayStation. But what I hate is this stupid, absurd, obtuse ranking system that literally it, sometimes it just makes no sense to me. And it doesn't matter what, because they, they judge it by conference or whatever. I don't care. If your team is undefeated, then your team should be able to move up into those tiers. Do you know? You know what I mean. I, I I get SEC quick, whatever. Yeah, I'm fine. But I would like to see the um. I would like to see an SEC team. Not yeah, an SEC team play like a freaking uh. I don't know, like an eight. What what what's SMU in? They're, no, they're in the American Conference. Right. Okay. Well, now I would like to see someone in the American Conference play someone in the SEC, like like a big team. I'd want to see that. Maybe maybe they get blown the fuck. But I would rather see that than than what we got like last year with like Clemson, Alabama. Well, it does happen. Um, like the American Conference. Okay, so what the American Conference is? It's what the Big East used to be. A lot of those Big East teams, mm-hmm. whenever the Big East folded, joined the American Conference. So you got teams like Cincinnati, who was in the Big East. Mm-hmm. They're in the American Conference. Connecticut. Another mm-hmm. Big East team. They're in the American Conference. Um, Pittsburgh jumped ship to the ACC. Mm-hmm. That's who I would say the ACC. Um, West Virginia went to the Big 12. Yeah. Honestly, I, I don't understand West Virginia going into the Big 12. Like, Big 12 is more of a Southern conference. In yeah, a way. right. Maybe, so, maybe it's the uh, political alignment. I have no idea. Why the... Uh, West Virginia, K- West Virginia, kiss your sister, and that's the South. So I mean, I guess you want to align with those. Um, I think they should either gone to the ACC or the American Conference, right? Um, I mean, West Virginia is pretty close to like the northern side. I mean, would the would you consider them maybe like possibly being in like Big Ten? They could have played. Yeah, they could have played in the Big Ten. Yeah, because you know West Virginia borders Pennsylvania. So yeah, that's what know, I'm saying. Like, like I, I could see it in the Big Ten, and they're also like I would say like almost like oh, a four star school. I, mean, I don't know in recent years if they've gone down or up. But West Virginia's been that very mediocre, middle of the road kind of team, like, like forgettable. Because I I do remember Kevin White; he was like a big wide receiver Pat prospect. White. Or no, it was Kevin White. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Kevin yeah, White yeah, came yeah. from West Virginia. He's a wide receiver prospect. And he was, like, big. Like, I remember, like, when I was in high school, everybody was like, Kevin White, man, he's, like... Yeah, he, he got like, drafted by the Bears. Yeah, um, by the Bears. And he like, just got released by the Bears this past year. Well, he got hurt. Yeah. And then he just was, like, nobody. He was never the same He was just... N- he was, just, like, literally, what was it? Like, he got drafted, and as soon as he got to the Bears, tore his ACL, and, like, that was pretty much his career. Like, his... His career was a torn ACL, which is pretty cutthroat for the NFL, but, I mean, that's how it happens. But, hey, he was lucky with his combine grades in his school that he got the deal that he got from them, like one of the highest paid because he was in the first round. So, he got – I mean, I guess he got like – he got what he could – the best he could out of it without actually playing really in the NFL. Yeah. It is what it is. It is is what it be. But I I was going to say my thing is – I think the undefeated team should play those teams because I get tired of it because it is like, I mean, right now in the NFL, it's going to be sad because I'm pretty sure what we're going to see in the Super Bowl is almost a lock Patriots San Francisco right now, bearing that someone doesn't just die, you know, like Tom Brady doesn't just kill over and have a heart attack or like a midlife crisis or comes out that he's actually a woman or something like other than that. San Francisco has a very tough schedule to finish off the year. Mm-hmm. I can see them dropping a few. Well, days. and the Seahawks. Okay, so I can see Seahawks, but I, I mean, if they I'm, play the Seahawks twice. Yeah, think about this. How, how about this? Let's actually retreat. Well, hold on, first let me finish college, and then let's retreat back to the NFL because I, I do like what you're saying. But uh, what I, all I was saying is, I get sick and tired of seeing the same four teams. It seems like the mm-hmm. the teams we're really talking about right now are Penn State, Ohio State, Clemson. Alabama, I mean LSU, they're always in the conversation. I mean, they, some years they're you know they're not, and um, Auburn, for the most part. Oh, and Notre Dame, pretty yeah. much pretty much the big schools that you hear about like every year. And then year in year out, same schools. Yeah, right. And it's then, the same story, different year. Um, although Georgia did good for themselves last year, like in terms of yeah, their but record. they aren't that good this year. No, they're not. But I'm just saying, like they were they they were a team. But that's the thing. They were like that that outlier team. But I'm saying those teams I just said are consistently in the rankings, and you, you just you don't know, get to not hear about them. Yeah. It, it's a, we'll, we'll see, because a lot, a lot of shit can change. Mm. Quick, fast, and hurry. Alabama could drop a game. You never know. Right. Because you have to, also have to remember, Alabama still has to play Auburn. Yeah. That's a huge – and they're playing LSU this, this weekend. So, right there – they got to play two good teams. I, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying that I get sick and tired of just even here. Like, like, because here's the thing. In the NFL, right, a team that was good two years ago could be complete doo-doo the next year. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? But like, it's consistently a dynasty of Alabama's good. Florida's good. Penn State's good. You know, now Penn State was good, but then they took an L because of the whole Sandusky thing. Mm-hmm. But then once the Sandusky thing was lifted, Penn State was right back into being a top, you know, basically a top 15 school. So, I mean, realistically speaking, it's it's so it's so boring. It's so boring to me. Like because you have 100 that's the difference to me. You have 100 football teams in this league basically, right? Mm-hmm. And basically 20 of them are going to get are any given year seem like they're getting the look. And I, I get tired of waiting five or seven years to see like one new team break into that bracket and go, oh, hey, look, SMU's ranked. Mm-hmm. And then, the, but they're not going to make the playoffs the, the, because they're not going to get the top four. Are you fucking kidding? Because they're going to say, well, your conference is weak. Well, then how well, are they ever going to get better? Yeah, Baylor. Yeah, Baylor. Uh, Baylor's still undefeated. Uh, they're a Big 12 team. They, they're making noise right now. They're winning games. They're busting skulls. So uh, there's a chance for, for them. 
you, you never know. It's that it's college football. That's the best thing about college football is that you just never know what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, you say you never know. and The thing is, the reason why it seems that way is because there's so many fucking games. Mm-hmm. No one. There's so many games. So, of course, there's going to be a, I mean, upset because especially there's, there's a top 25 rank, right? Like mm-hmm. a top – of course – at one point, a top 25 ranked team is probably going to drop a game to an unranked team. It's just probably going to happen because there's 25 of them you're watching waiting to fall. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, in the NFL, you don't have that because it's like 32 teams. And there's only there's only like, you know, at, any, at the most there could be is 16 games a week. And at that point, if you're saying, oh, well, they're, they're, the most there could ever be is 16 games a week, right? I mean, I'm, I'm speaking math here. Mm-hmm. There's not there's not always going to be an upset because most of the time the NFL for the most part I mean like there's some outlier weeks but you you could pretty much on paper tell who's going to win a football game. Mm-hmm. Now the thing is year to year it changes. The thing in the NCAA just doesn't seem like it ever year to year changes. It's always the same team every gosh darn year. The same teams every gosh darn year. Uh, that just speaks testament also about the recruiting. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, and the programs and the programs, right? I get it, but I think it's the ranking system. I don't know how you fix it. I'm just saying I think it's the ranking system that makes it that way because you you have teams that are playing great football, but you say, oh, because you're here, you you can't compete with these guys. I think you almost need to make what what I would propose is a sub bracket of each, and then basically you get the top team from each conference, like the American conference, yeah, me, the SEC, well, me, me and then Chip, you guys fight that out. Me and Chip touched on this uh, a few weeks way earlier in the season is, is that there needs to be an 18 playoff. So you have you, you take at least the four conf, uh, conference champions okay. of the four major divisions. The SEC, the Pac-12, the ACC, and uh, Big Ten? And the Big Ten. So you get, take top conference championship conference champions of that. And then you also we'll grab four teams from the other leagues of like the mountain and all that. So, um, yeah, ba- basically, you, you grab four other teams. Maybe even make it a sixteen-team playoff. Mm. Okay, because then you can also take whoever makes it to to the conference championship is automatically gets an automatic bid into that if you do sixteen. So yeah. they automatically get a bid into the playoffs. Yeah, but the thing is, then you're probably getting rid of. Would you get rid of bowl games, or would you just change bowl games to the name of those playoff games? Yeah, basically what they're doing right now. Bowl games are the playoff games. Yeah, exactly. So do that. That's great. That's awesome. Keep the bowl games, but make them their playoff games. Bingo. That's what I was. That's what I was thinking was uh, something similar to that. Uh, but- NCAA wants to make money off this thing. Fucking do that, you'll have plenty of fucking revenue coming your way. So, so here's here's what I was gonna kind of like I said retreat back to. Is NFL, and this is probably how we'll wrap up the show. I mean, not to say that I'm taking over your show, but I think this is how we'll probably wrap it up. NFL, yeah. Super Bowl teams, who do we think Who do we think is making the play? Because it's halfway. We're halfway through the season. Who do we think is making the playoffs, and who do we think is um, making the Super Bowl? So, automatically, I have Colts in playoffs. Colts, Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, you think they're going to own the AFC South, or you think they're just going to clinch that wild card spot? Like, what do you think? The Colts, not the Patriots, obviously. I still like the Colts to get a first-round bye. I still – I Colts are playing some damn good football. I think the AFC South can push three teams in, <laughs> into the playoffs. Okay, this man ju- – hold on, stop. This man just said he has the Colts as a first-round bye. You're saying uh, the, the Colts? Yeah. 
and the Patriots. I mean, I could see the the, the Bills. No, I can't see the Bills get it because they're. I mean, like they're like. I mean, you lose to a team like the Eagles, it shows that there's a flaw there, and they're gonna. I, I'm guessing the rest of the season, someone's gonna capitalize on it. But, um, okay. But so, I think the AFC South can push three teams into the playoffs. I mean, okay. So who's winning? Okay, AFC South. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I think AFC South is gonna be a kicking and screaming match. That just like it is every year. Yeah, that you just don't know who's gonna come they, out. Is it the Titans? They, is it Texans? They constantly just beat the fuck out of each other each and every year. Yeah, right. And it's just like, who's really going to make it there? Is it Jags? I don't know. Um, I'm putting my money on the... Um, I mean, if I did pick a team in the AFC South, I would say the Colts because of their... They have they have the experience, I guess. I mean, not with Jacoby Brissett, but the team as a, as a, has a playoff as a experience, as a, whole, a collective has it. They were there last year. And, you know, I mean, the Texans, the Texans, the Texans, I mean, the only thing I was going to say, the Texans just took a nosedive, and the, the Jackson Jaguars are just, they're up and down, you know, like I said, like San Diego of their division. So, the three teams, I think they're going to make the playoffs out of the AFC South. You're saying all three of these teams are making the playoffs? All three of these teams, they're going to push three teams into the playoffs. Okay, Colts are going to get a first round bye, and then two, the other two are going to nab up both of the wild card spots. And that is, I, I would have originally said the Texans, but I think the Texans' defense is going to stay too banged up to be able to, to allow them to win too many, too many uh, too enough games, games to make, be able to win enough games to make, make the playoffs. So the three that I have is Tennessee, uh, Indianapolis, and Jacksonville. All three of them are going to make playoffs. I, I don't see the consistency in Tennessee. I'm not going to argue this too much, but I, I don't see the consistency in Tennessee to make it. And the Texans, uh, the team is just falling apart. It seems like the wheels are coming off. And Deshaun, I mean, he's making, he's playing great. He's making great plays, and they have an offense and, and weapons. But I mean, They're let's too banged up on the defense side. Yeah, yeah, right. And 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 when December ball comes, you need defense. Mm-hmm. If you don't have it, you're in trouble. You got to have a run D. Like, and that's why I like Tennessee because Tennessee's deep. They have a playoff caliber defense. AFC North. Who you got? The North? Yeah. Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, that's that's easy. I'm not, I'm, Pittsburgh's not making playoffs. Yeah. Cleveland's not making playoffs. Yeah. And, and, and Cincinnati. Cincinnati. <laughs> Definitely not making playoffs. They, yeah. They, they, Baltimore is going to be the only team out of the AFC North making the playoffs. Yeah, no, I agree. No, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, what about AFC East? I mean, we already said that Patriots clinch, clinch a first-round bye. Yeah. And, and they're the only ones. Yeah, right. I, I think the Bills are – a team any other year they would make playoffs, but this year is not going to be the year. I think they're going to go in my model five hundred, and they're going to miss playoffs. I'm not going to make my prediction and say who's going to get wild card spots. I'm just going to say these are wild. Like, like I'm going to say who's going to. I think is going to win the division, but I'm not going to say who is going to get the wild card spots. You're already picking who's got wild card. Yeah. I, I think Bills could get a wild card spot. I think if the, things fall in into their lap, I said I think the Bills are an eight and eight team. Mm. So they need a few things to go their way to make playoffs. I don't think I think they're out of the, above five hundred team. I, I think, think the, they're an eight and eight team. I think the Bills are above an eight and eight team. I think the Bills are at least a ten and six team. I think a ten and six. I mean they're they they got yeah they have their issues and stuff, but I think the Bills could be a ten and six team. I really do. We'll 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 see. We'll yeah. we'll see. Uh, um and then especially with December coming. With December ball coming. We're going to start seeing some true colors out of some of these teams. Yeah, and I think the Bills team, they're just built for it. They're built for it, and they're playing they are playing hard physical defense, and I think that'll go. Um, AFC South, we did it. So we got to go West. Yeah. I still like Kansas City. I still like Kansas City to, to, to win the West. 
Uh, Denver does not have enough pieces to yeah, keep up. Yeah, I mean Denver, but Denver already fell behind in the cellar, in yeah. my opinion. I mean they 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 kind of fell into the cellar role. Um, the Chargers are Jekyll and Hyde, and the Raiders. And I think the Chargers have already dropped too many games. Yeah, that's true. That they, they kind of they they fumbled a lot in the beginning of the yeah. season. Um, and you know we're already at the middle part of the season. Uh-huh. We're in the middle part of the season. Like trade deadline's done. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. This is why it's a good time to talk about. Yeah. it. I mean, I'm picking my team to win the AFC West, um, and it's nothing against the Chiefs. And I'm not saying that they're not the better team on the division, obviously, um, because, you know, I've seen it. But I think for the Chiefs, there was so much hype, and, like, we were just seeing Patrick Mahomes. But I can tell Patrick Mahomes suffering this season. And i, I got to be honest with you, too, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to jinx anything, Nolan, but I'm getting Carson Wentz vibes. Like a man who came out one year and just shredded the NFL, and then the next year he comes in is just they figured him out, and not just figured him out, he's dealing with injuries, and then can he stay healthy? Now I want I I would like to see that uh, that better play from him, but at the same time the Raiders are playing efficient, economical football that takes the control of the clock, that holds the game, and they, they, their defense isn't isn't top tier, but they can hold people in the game. And um, and they've been in co- close games with good football teams like like Green Bay, like the Texans. So I like them to win the division. Not saying they are. I'm just saying that's what I think. And the Chiefs could win a wild card spot as well. And the other two teams. The, the reason relevant. I say that they're going to win the AFC West because we have yet to lose a game to the AFC, in, AFC, AFC, AFC West. West. Yeah, we have beat the Chargers once. We mm. have beat Denver once. And we have beat Oakland once. Right. That right. only comes. That only really matters if you come to a tie in the division. Now that could happen, though. But if you have Raiders, Raiders and Chiefs split the series, then you know it's going to be it's going to be one of those deals, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, and like I, I said, say, I don't be, I don't foresee Denver beating us this year, and I don't foresee <laughs> Oakland. I mean, um, the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, San Diego win it. Win it. There's just no way. I mean, it, it would just be asinine. It's going to be it. another another year where Oakland and Kansas City possibly split. Or this might be the first year in a while that Kansas City's won both both matchups. Yeah, right. So. Um, now we're going to move to NFC NFC North, which would be Vikings, Green Bay, Lions, and uh, who Packers. Am I? Packers. No, didn't I say? Oh, I didn't say them. Okay, I guess not. Um, Packers are. Taking, I mean, it's it. it's Packers, but I, I was going to say Lions and Vikes are definitely wild card teams. Bear, bear and nay. Bears, bears can't. Bears can't. I, I don't think they can do it. I don't think they can. They can make the haul. To be honest, to the, the the end of the season. That's just me. I like Green Bay getting a first round bye. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Seattle grabbing the other first round bye. Oh yeah, definitely given. Um. LA's gonna make playoffs. Hold on, hold on. We're gonna say San Francisco doesn't make a first round buy. Yeah, no, it's a, I mean, I know I, what you're I saying. Think, you like them. You like them to let I, pick that spot. I I like them, and that's because I think Sandy Seattle takes both games against San Francisco. You think so? I think they they have the team. But to I think be isn't able for, to beat San Francisco. Isn't twice. first round buy dictated by? Well, I guess not because you have to win your division too. So, but I mean, who has the better record? I mean, if if if, if even if San Francisco drops two games, Seattle, right? Uh, but have they played Seattle twice yet? Have they played no, once? No, they, they actually play them. So, they, um, if I remember correctly, their their schedule is a little bit wonky, right? They're going to play Seattle like they're going to like play Seattle play fifteen, Seattle. like then off sixteen, then back seventeen. I think that's how it works because I know 
they play Arizona twice mm-hmm. within three weeks because they'll play Seattle this weekend, mm-hmm. and then they have okay. Arizona next week. Okay, so like I said, I mean, I'm still, I'm still saying my my clinch for def- first round in the NFC is definitely going to be and San think, Francisco, and I think the Cardinals come out and win next week. You think again against San Francisco because they played them really tough. Wait, 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 it was wait, a very wait. close game. You said the Cardinals. Yeah, the Cardinals just played them. How would they play the San? Fr- how would they play? How would the Cardinals play San Francisco if they just played them on Thursday? They play Seattle next week. Oh, I thought you said San Francisco. My apologies. Yes, yeah, San Francisco plays Seattle next week, and then play Arizona again. Oh, so you're you're saying that they're gonna get the smack up from both of them? Yes, I I think Seattle wins, beats San Francisco this weekend, mm-hmm. and then lose to Arizona. Okay. And I think they play Seattle again. We're getting ahead of ourselves, Nolan. I mean, but basically what you're saying is you think Seattle wins the division. Seattle wins the division, and they get a little bit of help from Arizona. Okay, so and, and I, I'm saying Green Bay. Or now we're going back to the north. Green Bay obviously wins that, that hands down. And um, we got to go now to the NFC South. I mean, it's Saints. That is, yeah, that, that is the Saints Hootie. division. Who day? That is Saints division right now because there's not a team in there right now that I think is going to knock them off that pedestal. Carolina is going to play it close. I mean, I don't think Carolina's. Gonna, I don't think Carolina's even going to play it close. To be honest with you, I th- because Carolina's looked really good. They look good, but other I mean, than getting their fucking ass smacked by fucking San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm saying even though they're playing good football, I think they're a wild card team. They're, they're, here's the difference though. Like like looking at a division like the AFC West with Oakland and, and Kansas right now, we're 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 pretty much we're like um, we're two games behind I think, but we're close enough. But like Sanford, like I mean the Saints as a football team as a roster is I think a step above the 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 um the non Cam Newton the Cam Newtonless Panthers right now. I mean that's just a fact, and I don't think they could really hang. Although I do think the um the Panthers could definitely be a wild card team. And uh, what do we have left is the NFC East. Yeah, so who do you think who do you think's got that? that? I like Dallas right now, mm. just because they is that they haven't lost a game in their within their division right now, mm. and I the only team I foresee splitting a series with them right now is Philadelphia. Philadelphia, okay, yeah, because yeah. their next time they play Philly is in Philly. It's yeah. hard to win. It's hard to win in the link. Yeah, and it. I don't think they play them until December. Yeah. So it's going to be cold. Hard. Winter Nashville. weather in the link. Yeah. Going to be hard to win that game. I'm going to tell you this. I think Dallas for sure. And that's just, I, but I'm going more on the experience. They've been there. They've played. They've been, for one, they've been pretty much a winning football team for a while, except for last year. Um, fuck you, Dallas. Anyway, um, as I was saying, was, yeah, the, the, the Dallas has just had the experience. They've had experience. Well, actually, not last year. I meant the year before last. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, like, they were, they just looked like the better team, in my opinion. So. Yeah, it's it. I like Dallas to win the NFC East, um, but we'll we'll, we'll see. Yeah, you know, it, this is anything can fucking happen, right? So Super Bowl picks, right? Like, who do we think are like the four? So we pick two from each conference: AFC, NFC. Who are the two teams that come from each conference to uh, you know, playing playing the championship? Yeah, the championship. In the NFC, honestly, I like I like Green Bay. I like Green Bay, definitely. 
and Green Bay and New Orleans. I like Green Bay and New Orleans. New Orleans. You don't think any of the people from the NFC West go to the championship? Because I, I was. Think they, I, here, here's the thing. If if San Francisco doesn't get a first run by, mm-hmm. I think they play Green Bay in Green Bay. Yeah. Um, I think I think I I go San Fran Green Bay. That's my pick for the championship. San Fran Green Bay in San Fran. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, I, 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 think, I think Green Bay's record's going to be a little bit better than San Fran's. I'm just saying because the San Francisco 49ers, I mean, like, the, I mean, when we get this, I mean, the Packers are playing great football and they're just looking stronger as they go. But they're also, this, I think the San Francisco 49ers are looking the same exact way right now, where, like, every week it just looks like they're stronger. I mean, granted, the Cardinals kept it close, right? So maybe it doesn't look that way. But, I mean, the car, I mean, they just, I mean, the, again, San Francisco, I have a lot of faith in them right now. Even, I mean, it's not just the, un, the undefeated hype. I really think that the their everything's going good. It's not like that Kansas City team that was like what eleven and one or eleven and zero at one point that one year, yeah. and then just the whole team fell apart. I really think that they're the real deal, Kansas City. Uh, uh, and they're running the ball. They're running. The, that's how they're winning though too. They're running the ball. I in, I just don't have that much confidence in San Francisco. Yeah. I just don't have that much confidence in San Francisco. I I think once they start really getting into the heart of their their conference play, mm-hmm. that's when they're going to start getting beat up a little bit. So when they start playing Seattle twice mm-hmm. and play LA twice, it's it's gonna get rough. Mm-hmm. It's gonna get rough for them, and I I see them splitting the series with LA. I see them splitting the series, maybe losing both games to Seattle, mm-hmm. and maybe dropping one game to Arizona. Right. So right there, even if they do split, if they split a series with LA, drop two games to Seattle and lose one. Arizona, right there is four losses right off the bat, and mm. it's all in conference play. Okay, so that's where they're going to run into some trouble. That's the way I foresee it happening because right. I think Seattle has the team to be able to beat San Francisco. So let's go twice. But say yes. San, say Seattle's the only team in that conference that has the, the talent to do it, right? Because realistically speaking, they, the San Francisco 49ers look like the best team. So they they lose two to Seattle. Great, Seattle's already lost two. And then you have, and then you have the Seattle. You mean you have to bank that Seattle's not going to lose a game, and uh, you know what I mean. And then they're going to win. They're going to go neck for neck, blow for blow with C- with San Francisco. I, because I like LA. L- LA I, they're definitely going to split a game with LA. You think they're going to split a game with LA? I mean, they're definitely going to split a game with LA. But I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there, like the hypothetical, because you know, I, I, I've said, okay, Seattle's got the talent, sure, and the LA's got the talent, sure. But I mean, are we saying because are we saying that like? San Francisco is going to definitely split with LA. Definitely going to lose to Seattle twice. No, what I'm saying is there's a chance that they're going to lose uh, Seattle yeah, twice. Th- yeah, there. No matter what, there's at least going to be a split with Seattle. We are really having a tough. Uh, let's just agree to disagree here and say that I, I think San Francisco definitely wins that division and gets first round by hands down. And I think that San Francisco Green Bay is my championship pick. Now let's go to AFC. Who we got championship pick? I honestly, I like. Indianapolis in the championship. Mm-hmm. With? You have to say it. Say it. I don't like the Patriots. I don't like the Patriots. You don't? No. I think once it starts getting into that stretch of the season, because the New England offense has not looked that great this year. Okay. Their defense is the one thing that's keeping their head above water. Okay. Um. I, I think it's going to be a surprise to most people on 
what this championship is going to be. And honestly, Indianapolis-Jacksonville is what I like. Indianapolis-Jacksonville. Indianapolis-Jacksonville. I, I, I think that would be, you know what, though? But here's the thing about that. I would watch that. I would watch the shit out of that game. Yes. Because I, it would be something new we haven't really seen. And also, I mean, I'll go back to my NFC picks. I would watch the fuck out of Green Bay-San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I'd watch the shit out of it. Because we, Green Bay hasn't been good in years in San Francisco either. So I'm like, I'd watch shit out of that. But Jacksonville-Colts? I'd watch that Jacoby Brissett, Gardner Minshew. Stash daddy in the brisket. Stash daddy in the brisket. Like, you couldn't write that. You couldn't make it. You couldn't make it anything better than that. I like Indianapolis to get, I mean, I like Indianapolis and New England to get the first round by. So, and I also like then the AFC South to push three teams into the playoffs. Uh-huh. One's going to be a wild card. One's going to be, you know, they're going to get first round buys. They're going to be wild card teams. Yeah, oh, I mean, okay, okay. Um, you you just hit me with like a blockbuster. I have to I have to like come up with something um, convoluted, but I can't take those teams because you've taken them. Curse you! I have to come up with something that's like so goofy sounding because it's it's I like it. I like it as like a concept because I would watch it. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. And and you know what? I'm I'm okay. So here's it. I think who it will be is the Patriots. And uh, the Colts, that's who I think it'll be, right? Mm-hmm. But because I was talking about the AFC is like complete doo doo this year. Like besides the Patriots, like, it's like the Patriots and there's everybody else fighting for a spot. Like because that's how it feels. I, I don't think it's doo doo. I think it's very competitive. Yeah, I think most of the teams are very even along the lines, and most teams are getting hit with the same injury bug that everyone else is getting hit with right now. Yeah. But I'm going to say that. But the the one I would like to see would be... No, because we've already seen that matchup. I would like to see, if it's possible, Oakland, Kansas City. Just because of the, the historic matchup. And then, like, for these two teams that are, like I said, it's been a slack fest. For both, all pretty much all mm-hmm. AFC teams except for the Patriots all season to see those two teams, the, histor- the, his- the historicity, my team going up against Kansas City, your team, and a, a slock fest. Like like who's gonna run the ball better? Because you know, you know what it come down to: offensive efficiency. Who's versus offensive efficiency? Because that's how the Raiders have been basically running their team. Bend but don't break. It be efficient as fuck on offense. Versus gunslinging, guns a blazing. Versus make the big play, prototype play, prototypical, basically a prototypical football team like the new age prototype versus that old school West Coast, old school Mm -hmm. West Coast. Who's gonna win? And I think that would be dope football. I think that'd be dope football. So. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I, I, like I said, I hope to see. There's still, what, eight more weeks? Yeah, you say we'll see. I'm hoping to see. <laughs> I want to see. Well, that's how we're going to wrap out, wrap up our show tonight there, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you check out our Facebook page. Uh, give us a, a like, a listen. Uh, don't be afraid to leave us our five-star Johnny Menzel rating. Don't be – and while you're at it, go ahead and check out our producers uh, page, Media and Media on Facebook. Check them out. They produce everything for us. They do our videos that you see on Facebook every week. Um, they help manage our page. 
They do all the editing and the uploading for this. Great show. And we make their promo videos, which, by the way, we're going to have to make after this show. We're going to have to figure out what the hell we're going to do for a promo video. There might not be a promo video tonight. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, there, there definitely is, but we're just going to figure out what it is. But, um, like I said, you guys uh, stay beautiful. Take care of yourselves. Uh, like I said, if you haven't, go check out our uh, show, Bridging the Gap, that we do. Um, yeah, no, I do produce for these guys, Media to Media, for all your media needs, whether it be logos, whether it be uh, some kind of uh, cool thing for your show. We can even produce shows without you ever having to be in physical presence or contact with us. We can we can do shows actually and make them over the internet. All you require is a Skype. Uh, you know, hit us up for those services. And as always, stay beautiful, take care of yourselves again, and uh, we're out of here. Have a good night. And that's a wrap. Just what that wolf said. Liam.